0: Welcome to the Queer Confidence Podcast, the podcast to help you become your most confident queer self. I'm your host, he, she, they, Coach Alex Ray, and I haven't always been this confident. In fact, I used to be super insecure, and through this show, I want to share with you what's worked for me, my clients, and my guests so that you can become more confident. Hello, my unicorns. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Today, I have a special guest for you. Um, you probably saw, well, you've definitely seen on my Instagram, some really neat studio portrait shots that I've done, some kinky stuff, some some uh, just edgy photos that I've enjoyed posting for you all. And today, I have the photographer, David, here to share with us just all about how male portraiture has um, helped so many men feel more confident. And um, we're also going to give you the down low on my shoot and what it was like for me and the behind the scenes and everything. Because honestly, it was a very, very, very incredible and confidence boosting experience. I left there feeling so much more just comfortable with all parts of my body even parts you know as i've said before like that i'm not comfortable with and it's okay to not love every single thing about you um so anyway i hope that at least you take away some amazing nuggets today that will boost your confidence and maybe check out working with a photographer like david if you're in the dmv area you can absolutely hit him up so without further introduction i would love to welcome today's special guest David Ehrlich, Am I saying your last name correctly? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay, perfect. So you are a male portrait photographer. Right. Tell us all the things.
1: So I have a studio in Arlington, Virginia, and I do uh, both private sessions as well as model portfolio shoots. And I hold workshops on male photography. Those are usually nude poses. And the types of poses I do are everything from fashion and casual kind of traditional model look to um, semi-nude or suggestive nude to full nude to erotic to kink. And then sometimes uh, we get people posing with their dogs, but not not in erotic ways, but just with their dogs (laughs) in a lovely way. And uh, yeah, so it's all that. It's whatever the person wants in terms of how they want to be portrayed.
0: I love it um so is there how did you get into it i'm curious
1: i've been in photography doing photography since i was 13 and in my 20s i actually had a dark room and did some actually did some nude photography then and the reason i set this up about seven ten years ago is the studio is i wanted to spend more time interacting with people sort of social stimulation creative effort And I, you know, I gravitate, I photograph landscapes too and other things, but my interest uh, being gay was in the male photography and specifically the nudes were an interesting thing. In the beginning, it was almost a struggle to find three people to pose nude. I don't Mm -hmm. know if the times have changed a little bit or just because I've been out there a lot more, but now it's like, you'd be surprised many, many people are comfortable posing nude or semi-nude. And, uh, you know, sometimes we just do a fully dressed shoot and that's fine too.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, like you said, landscapes and I'm reminded, I love, love, love that portrait on your wall of where you had that guy out in, did you say it was in Arizona? In Utah, oh, yeah, Utah. Rice,
1: Rice Canyon. And yeah, that was one of my favorite shoots was combining nudes and nature. And, yeah. you know, it was a little tricky to, you know, figure out that shoot. I had two models and another photographer and the biggest hurdle there is where can you comfortably pose nude and have beautiful scenery and mm-hmm. uh, so i figured it out scouted it out on uh, google uh, maps and information and then we went out for three or so days and had a real fun journey and uh, yeah it's combining some you know just seeing the way that the male form fits in with nature i think is beautiful
0: oh my god it's stunning because it all, all the it, photography is also all about lighting and the way that the light, like, kind of just filled the shadows and the light filled his back and his butt <laughs> and his thick thighs. Whew, yeah. it's kind of hot in here. And yeah. that combined with the incredible, um, it's a, it was a canyon in the background, right? Yeah the
1: the hardscape of the nature, the rocks. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. So you have that smooth versus the harsh, and it's it's wonderful. I love – I fucking this also, you all might not know this, but um, the very first business that I ever started was a photography business, and um, I fell in love with photography when I was 16, and it was my very first uh, class at the community college here. I did a black-and-white film photography class and just totally fell in love with the art of photography and everything from – just seeing seeing the world and and everything around us in a different way to capturing it and then to the printing process and the developing process is also an art and you get to have so much more fun with it when it's film.
1: Yeah, Well, one of the yeah, I mean, it's all digital for me now, and I, I love giving someone images of themselves and them seeing themselves in a new light.
0: You know, mm-hmm. literally a
1: new light, but just sort of seeing themselves in a way that they're not used to seeing themselves, whether now they look like a a model and they didn't see themselves that way or whatever it is. I feel like that's a gift I can give people. And that makes a lot of it worthwhile. You know, it's not just taking pictures for the sake of taking pictures as with you, we really went through a a process where I think you, you felt more confident after the shoot and you said you had never, yeah, you had said you'd never f- been photographed nude as a you know in a studio no. before. I might have and-
0: taken a couple nudes here and there sure. for grinder, but <laughs> that's it. Yeah, but having a
1: photographer direct you and you know mm-hmm. what I find is that you know some guys are natural exhibitionists and they drop their clothes before I'm even ready, and I'm like okay. And <laughs> other guys, we have to kind of coax them through it. You know, assuming that's what they want to do up front, we talk about it. And it's kind of you know we'll we'll work our way down or or up however uh from you know fully clothed and you know slowly getting into more and more nude if that's where they want to go, and I always give them you know they're always in control if they you know feel more comfortable or less comfortable with the plan, they can adjust real time um and as you saw, a big thing for me is collaboration. it's really not just me telling them what to do the whole time. some of my best work is when they have an idea or they just try something and I'll, I'll then ask them to hold that a certain way in the yeah. light.
0: Okay. So do you want to, shall we go through like our kind of process planning sure. and then the shoot and everything? So sure. great. Let's, let's talk about the planning process. <laughs> what was it like?
1: <laughs> well, you made it clear that you wanted to kind of express your feminine and your masculine side. And and one of the things I look for in a shoot Is can we have meaning to what we're doing? And Mm -hmm. in your case, it was, you know, kind of reconciling and balancing those two parts of you and showing them both. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've done a number of shoots where there was a lot of meaning to somebody. You know, one person was a survivor of sexual assault, and that was a very meaningful shoot for him. Mm -hmm. His therapist recommended he do a photo shoot to process that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that was very meaningful for me to be part of and to pose with another model that was sort of his aggressor in that scene. And, and, you know, it was very helpful for him. Mm -hmm. Other people Mm -hmm. might be dealing with, you know, maybe they were, they've transitioned transgender and they want to celebrate their identity. Um, in your case, we did some composite shots that we had envisioned when we were doing the planning Mm -hmm. where you'd be looking at yourself, you know, your feminine self, looking at your masculine self or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, So when, so back to your question about planning, we just tried to figure out what are some things that we want to accomplish? You know, it wasn't just, okay, let's get pretty Alex in front of the camera and shoot. It was kind of like, what would we deliver at the end? So we kind of wanted to see in our mind what it would look like.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, from my standpoint, like you, you helped me also decide, okay, what is it that I want out of this too? And Mm -hmm. you asked so many great questions around, you know, where are we going? What's the point? And what's, what do we want the photos to represent here? Um, So we, I love that we started with that. It's really, again, that's creating art and something that's meaningful and something that's um, helpful to the model that You know, we get to walk away with like an actual, not only an experience that can be um, affirming in whatever the concept is we're trying to show through the photography, but also just some um, the beautiful photography to look back on. It's like both both the experience of creating the photos and getting to look at them are both very, very affirming.
1: Definitely, Um, I've done a lot where people are celebrating themselves in some manner. So, mm-hmm. you know, the most basic is someone looks nice, they think, and they want to take pictures of themselves. That's the, that's the most simple way to celebrate yourself. And that's fine. I have no problem with that. I see beauty in everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's something more specific, like they lost weight or they have the weight they have. And they want to just say, this is who I am. And they're at home with that and they're accepting themselves um, for who they are. Uh, same with age. Maybe they want to capture their youth. Or maybe they're, you know, 75 and they want to say, look, this is who I am, saggy skin or whatever. Um, I did a fun shoot where we had a young paired with an old, an 18-year-old paired with a 75-year-old. And we Mm. did a shoot of the two of them together. Um, Mm. Gender identity is a big one, like I said. Um, Love of your pet, you know, like when I'm posing someone with their dog. You know, this is celebrating their dog and their love. Um, Your persona. We have Leatherman, grunge, butch, femme, you Mm. know, your sexual side um, can come out or in your case, the kinky side. And, uh, yep. you know, and some of that was new for you, I think, but you yeah. know, a little a bondage pose here or there or other kink, you know, I've done a lot of that, uh, in the past few years where people are celebrating their kinky side. And so we're capturing that. And to your point, it's not just the capture, it's the experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Now, no, I want, want to also like rewind a little bit just to give because I'm sure there are people listening right now that are like, wait a minute, like how, like, am I? I, I where's the where's the line of consent here? Like, what am I, I? I'm nervous. I don't know if I want to do this right, <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, you know, just so they feel like the process all the way through. What happened was we've known each other for what two, two
1: almost years. Two years? Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, and. Then I reached out to you a couple months ago, right? And said like, Hey, when I have a shoot, let's see what, how do we do this? And then we jumped on the phone and talked about what am I looking for? What do I want? And why do I want it? And then when I came to the studio, you were so good about re like asking me again, where, what is it that you want to have? What do you not want to have? Here's the range of what's available Art, what do you want? And I was like, Oh, I want to. I want to be like fully nude. And you, you like asked me like again. I felt like you did a really good job of confirming with me consent along the way. Like, how far do you want to be going, Alex? Is this is for you? Never. At no point was I feeling like you were pushing me to take a certain photo or show up a certain way or or be unclothed or clothed in a certain way, right?
1: You know, I I appreciate that. And you actually surprised me because you went even a little farther than I imagined that we would be doing. So what I do typically is I'll talk in advance of the shoot. Usually I try to do a phone chat. So we just kind of talk about it. And then when we meet, I always sit down and we chat again in person before anybody's doing any kind of photography. And I show pictures, I show examples, we talk about it. And then we do a written model release And Mm -hmm. the model release is very specific as you saw with regard to nudity and full or frontal or erotic. Mm -hmm. And that can, you can change your mind. And one thing I would say is anybody with any photographer should never feel pressure to pose in a way they're not comfortable with. It's also made clear in the beginning with me, what am I going to do with the pictures? You know, if you hire a photographer and it's just for you, that's great. Um, But in this case, when I'm doing it for free as part of portfolio, Then it needs to be clear. They need to understand. And I need to know that they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. There's been very few cases where someone was surprised afterwards. I don't I can't think of any on the top of my head. Um, But in the beginning, my first shoot or one of the earliest shoots, the guy said, oh, actually, you know, I don't want you to release all but three images because I don't love the way I look and i don't and I, I learned my lesson there is you know if you're if you're doing it for portfolio basically i'm giving my time they're giving their time i need to have the ability to share the photos that i want in my portfolio now i make exceptions if someone says i hate this one image or whatever
0: yeah but. yeah that makes sense right cuz in in our situation it was an exchange of time like you said versus like hey here here i'm paying you to get to give me photos that I want to have and that like no one else gets to see. (laughs) Right. And either way that you set it up is perfectly fine, but those agreements are done upfront. It's really super ultra clear what you are and are not getting into here. And, um, I, I appreciated that and it allowed me then to feel like, okay, cool. Like I can let my walls down and I, because I'm, know that if at any point along here i start feeling uncomfortable i can say hey i don't think i really want to do this right and and that ended up never happening i was like can we go a little further here (laughs) right right i know
1: some and certainly if you're not intending to pose nude that's an easy one you just don't take your clothes off no one's Mm -hmm. forcing you to do anything um the area that's sometimes a little unknown for someone is how they'll respond um when they're posing nude And some guys Mm -hmm. might worry about getting an erection or, you know, something like that. And I, obviously that's whatever it is. It doesn't, there's no preconceived idea of where that goes, but sometimes people might want to do something more erotic, but they're not sure how they're going to feel. And that's totally understandable. That's like, we'll just see how it goes. You know, it doesn't, you know, if that's where you might want to go something more sexual, I've had models posed with each other sexually. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, basically having sex and uh, you know, they, uh, are always up front with that. I'm always up front with that. You know, this is what we can show this is what we can't show. So maybe there's no penis in the image,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: it's very clear.
0: Yeah. The other thing with that, like I just want to take it even outside the context of photography for a moment. I think, well, that, that really is embodying confidence right there is being able to go into any situation, which in sexual situations I think are extremely common for people to get into and then not have not know how they're going to feel in the moment. And you all need know that you can trust that if you're my, if you change your mind, you don't want to do something anymore. It's always okay to say, ah, actually I don't want to do this anymore. So I think working with you in a scenario like this, when, It may be easier if someone also has trouble speaking up when they're in a vulnerable situation with other people. Like there's a different sort of dynamic when you're working with a photographer, you're working with a professional and you can start practicing in this container like, hey, I thought I wanted to do this and actually I don't want to do it anymore. And. Then, carry that over into any other area of life, particularly in the bedroom, because I see that happen a lot, and I know I've been in scenarios like that before in the past where like I said I wanted to do something, then we started doing it, I felt uncomfortable, and I just shut my mouth because I didn't think I could say no anymore,
1: yeah, and I also try to read their body language if they didn't verbalize that they're uncomfortable, but I can tell that they're really not into a certain type of pose, and I always say to them, "Look, at any time I suggest a pose, if you don't like it, just tell me um." You mentioned the word vulnerable, which is interesting because even if you're fully clothed, I think a photo shoot can be a vulnerable experience because you've got these lights on you, you've got a photographer, you know, and you're in a studio and and you're the person there being photographed. So I think you enter into it as a vulnerable experience. And some people have never posed before in a studio for a photographer. Mm -hmm. And so I also coach people before the first shot on how to pose. And I talk to them about how to connect with the camera and mm-hmm. go through things like the eyes. The eyes are one of the biggest things. If you're you know, not into it, the pose, you don't have any idea what you're trying to convey, then you're gonna get nothing. But if you have this idea, and I use the word confidence a lot, which is interesting, because that's what I think of your brand as, do you want to pose where you're confident, playful, sexual, sensual, you know, uh, whatever? Fearful. You know, when someone's bondage and they're happy looking, I'm like, okay, you could be happy in bondage, but maybe fear might be a nice look right now. Right. You know. Um, so yeah, I think it, it can be a vulnerable experience. But what I've found is that most people within a few minutes, they're you can tell the difference between the first pose and the you know, the ones later in a shoot sometimes. They just get more comfortable and it happens pretty quick, ideally. I I even ask them, okay, what kind of music do you like? What do you want to be in the mood? You know, I yes the other day it was the 80s music uh whatever the model wants to make them feel at home and comfortable
0: mhm yeah i think another thing that makes it such a great practice too for that being able to speak up for yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> is that when they're working you know when anyone's working with you it's a, a co- there's a contract involved and so there's this like clear kind of deline this power play, right? And this is what we deal with in all of our life is always power plays, but most people go around life forgetting that, that power is, and the power roles, dom or sub are always like optional. (laughs) You don't actually have to do anything that anyone else tells you to do. And when you're working with a professional in any capacity, whether it's a photographer, a life coach, or anything else, you've entered into that agreement like really consciously that like, hey, I have some decision-making power here. (laughs) Whereas I think it's hard often for a lot of people to recognize that the same exact thing is going on subconsciously with their friend, where they may have allowed their friend to be more dominant with them and they don't have to. They also are allowed to say no and push back. Yeah. So it's just it go this sh- the shoot goes beyond just incredible photography and everything. It's also a practice for showing up confidently in your life, naked or fully clothed does not matter. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I get it. I, I spend a lot of time trying to get people into a headspace, and so even if you know. Then it could be a G-rated model shoot. Then I want to get them feeling that that they are the model right now. They mm-hmm. Let insecurities go for now. Enjoy the time. Uh, own it. And you know, if it's a more intense shoot, get into that headspace. You know, there's one shot of you where you look really intense. You know, it's just a torso up, and your it's, it's the lighting matches the feeling of your face, mm-hmm. and your lips are sort of open a little bit. Your eyes have an intensity. I don't recall exactly what was happening in the studio at that moment. We'll leave that up to the imagination of the viewers. But you had an intensity in your eyes and your gaze. Um, You had one where you were in a straitjacket. Yes. We went for crazy. And that's also an example where the collaboration, you know, I wanted a picture where you wouldn't see the penis on one of them. And Uh so I said, what can we cover your dick with in that one with the straitjacket? And then we found your unicorn purse. Yes. It's like the perfect prop because – no offense, but it kind of could be something a crazy person walks around with.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, It's yeah. hilarious. But the lighting, lighting complemented that feeling because notice half your face is lit in that, half mm. is not. So, it, mm-hmm. you know, I try to match. So it's, it's a it's a creative, artistic, but it's a technical thing, too. And you mm-hmm. want the lighting. You mentioned lighting, but in the studio, lighting's what we've got. And we can control that completely. And so, yeah, I want the lighting to complement the
0: look. Yeah, you mentioned that um sometimes you can tell like people are feeling insecure and you're kind of coaching them through that. What usually helps what usually helps models in, that you've worked with switch that confidence on?
1: Picturing where they want to see themselves, if they can visualize that in their mind, Then they can start to convey that in their behaviors, um, Um, in terms of their look. And you know, to some degree, we're acting when we do a photo shoot. You know, it's really like playtime. Is how I've I've been told that, and I kind of feel that way. We're playing for a couple hours or whatever. And certainly, the most playful can involve like drag, and those are fun to do—the drag shoots or body painting, where we've painted a head to toe, a body head to toe in paint. You know, going out into the wilderness, we go into abandoned shoots and abandoned properties and we've done shoots there. That's playing. You're just, you know, or when we went to Utah, it's playing. So visualizing and having fun with it and not taking it too seriously um, is one trick to kind of becoming that. And I think it's the same with your clients. If they can visualize where they want to be. In this case, we're now documenting it and that's a little unique to it, but you know, the proof is in the, in the photo here, but that's how they
0: looked. Yeah. That's great. Cause all, of, all of life is play, isn't it? We're all in a giant game. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I always tell them, look, we're not, we don't have a magazine cover deadline. This needs to be done for GQ tomorrow. This is play. This is fun. Enjoy it. You know? It it should be, I don't want them to go home either and regret that they didn't do a certain thing with their face or whatever. So I also make it a point to show them the photos as we go and say, okay, what do you think about this? And, you know, you're fine to like it, but I'd rather you tell me something you don't like and we fix it now. And then you go home and it's perfect. You know, I can't undo certain things later.
0: Yeah. And that was really helpful to when you would show me the photos, so that I could also see, okay, wait a minute, I want to do something a little bit different with my face, or I want to do something a little different with my arm here, um, and then I got the opportunity to go and change it, <laughs> to redo. Yeah. What else, uh, like from the shoot, do you think people might benefit knowing?
1: Well, how you felt after we did a video to kind of celebrate and talk about your experience. And you nailed that video in like three to five minutes with no rehearsal or anything. It's just, that's what you <laughs> had to say. And, you know, I guess one of the things I'm always curious about is how do people feel after they saw the picture? So I'll ask you now, mm-hmm. what went through your mind when you
0: saw the results? Damn, I'm hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that's well,
0: I was like, oh my God. Wait. I love the energy coming through these photos. The the feeling that the photos communicated is exactly It's like the updated confident version of Alex that I haven't really captured in photos. You know, the last time I did a photo shoot before that was a year ago and I had, I was stepping into being more confident. It it showed in that shoot some Um, but you know, me three plus years ago, significantly less confident five plus years ago, holy shit, like ultimate insecurity. And so getting to see these photos and the, the way that I carry myself, it like, it gave me an updated view of, oh my God, that is me. Damn. I I've come, I've come a long way.
1: Yeah, sometimes people come to me and they say, I want a really great photo for Grindr or whatever. And my first reaction is, you know, unless you're totally helpless with your camera, I think you can usually do a pretty good selfie. And mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, the reality is, I mean, I've seen some guys that do tremendous selfies. I can't even get a shot as good as they do on themselves. So my point is that part of the value in working with a photographer would be that experience and trying things different and sometimes the professional lighting and all it's going to change the effect but i guess i also making the point that you can get great photos of yourself you know or with a friend that's one of the other advice i give people is to just look in the mirror and practice looks practice your facial expressions look at other photos on the internet and get ideas so i think just seeing yourself um and i think in everyday life how we there's some people, and I've described some people, they just look dour. They look kind of whatever. They carry themselves through life. And it may just be physically they have no control of that. But other people may make an effort to smile or to do something with their face. And that changes how you feel and how others feel about you. You know,
0: Totally. And I think you make a good point that like, there's two parts to it. One, the photos themselves. Are beautiful and amazing, and carry this energy. But also, I'm seeing it through the lens of the emotional connection I have to the experience, and the ex. And those two together, I think, are is what helped me feel just so on top of the world after the shoot. Versus, like, you know, a selfie. I could have created a a a great little photo in you know in the mirror or in my room. Like I've done. I've taken many photos of myself (laughs) over the years, like, hello, the Instagram, there's a gazillion photos of me on there, but there's something different when you also have, you have another human in the room with the camera who is, um, posing you. It's almost like feeling like a moment of, of being a celebrity. All eyes are on me
1: that's a big part of it. Cause I've had a photographer take pictures of me once. And I, I just suddenly felt special just cause he's posing me. Um, so I agree with that. The guy that I mentioned that did the sexual assault survivor, a uh, series, you know, we, I think that was the most impactful on someone I've seen, but yes, to your point, his reflections on what happened to him when he was in his young twenties came back and he was processing it through the photo shoot. His, therapist recommended. And I've heard of therapists recommending photo shoots for other things, including general confidence building. Mm-hmm. But you're right, you feel like a star. And that's part of what happens, you know, whether it's in the studio or on location, you know, you're the star there. So,
0: yeah. It's a neat way to, to honor yourself and celebrate yourself. It's just as you said at the beginning that like people do this just for celebration. Like, yes, I would totally do it again just to yeah. celebrate the fuck out of myself.
1: Right. And at any <laughs> age or any body type or any gender identity or any, you know, kink or whatever it is, it, there's really no right or wrong. So whatever people want, I did a picture, a portrait once of an artist who, you know, maybe he's a little strung out sometimes struggles a bit. And the picture was not necessarily the most flattering his friend said, cause he's on his couch, you know, kind of leg up holding not a beer, but some alcohol or whatever, it looked a little out of it. But my point was I wanted to capture him in a certain way that I, that I saw him. And uh, I, you know, that photo portrayed him. And usually with the people I work with, um, I'll ask them how do they want to portray themselves? Mm-hmm. And then I'll figure out how to do that. So you, you were really clear on how you wanted to portray yourself. And mm-hmm. that helped me uh, think of poses. I I love the one where you're holding a chain in your feminine side and I gave you a whip to hold Mm -hmm. and you had your makeup on and then your boy side, we'll call it, or your masculine side is chained to a chair. And we made it look like it was a seamless shot of you and yourself. Mm -hmm. And that chain just magically attached to the other chain. And you're looking at yourself up with fear and your dominatrix side is looking at yourself and I just thought there's something very interesting about those composite shots like that. I've done the same with the drag queen looking at himself.
0: Yeah, I love that shot because that, that really, I don't know that I saw as clearly until the shoot how much my feminine energy is more dominant and how much my masculine energy is more submissive it's like this like kind of weird crisscross you know for anyone that's like wait what does this all mean i did an episode on divine feminine and divine masculine energy go listen to that if you really want to get into it but it's an interesting crossing that i don't know that i pictured as clearly or realized so that was a neat self-discovery moment
1: well and certainly having your masculine side chained to a chair was part of that too. But you're right. It comes across in these photos that you're very confident. And when we say feminine side, we illustrated that with your makeup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You know, and those pictures, like the one where you're on that bench and your arm is over your back like that. And you're arched, you know, it's a confident. Yeah. yeah, That's a confident pose. And you had your jewelry on, and, mm-hmm. you know, the other one where you have your jewelry, you're looking at the camera, all your f- more phantom poses, I think are very confident. Um, yeah, I think you're right. You know, with your boots up in the air, actually the boots one, you were, you didn't have the makeup yet, No, but that was fun. So, yeah.
0: yeah. And another thing too, that I know that was really helpful to me about the shoot is, um, I love kink and I have not allowed myself to play in it a whole lot. So it's a very recent thing for me, like within the last six months that I've been actually leaning into it. So I thought it was so fun to experience. Like I had never been tied up before and that's been a fantasy of mine. I've loved that we got to do that. Um, and I just thought it was really neat that like, okay, cool. Like my first time being fully chained up <laughs> gets to be with these photos. And damn, did I like just feel so at home, just sliding right into that role of here I am submitting. And it was, it was a really, I thought that was a really neat experience that we also got to capture And then I got to look at it afterwards and go, yep. I like that.
1: <laughs> well, then to add to the confidence, what you've done not everyone would choose to do this, but then you were fine sharing that in my portfolio mm-hmm. and that further enhances your your owning it. You're saying this is something that I'm willing to share with the world, or at least who I share photos with and you share photos with true. And you know, that I think adds to that experience. You talked about the three stages, the planning, the shoot and the sort of afterwards, this goes to that afterwards, you know, showing others how you are being portrayed. Mm-hmm. I think, it's it's showing up for yourself visually and, and letting people see that and judge them, judging how they want. You know, not everyone's going to approve or love everything we do, and that doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. It was really funny because I showed my parents the one with the boots, and they were like, wait, you were fully naked? And it was like, I literally told you when I dropped my dog off for the day, I'm going to have a nude photo shoot today. <laughs> what did you think that meant? <laughs>
1: Well, some of these aren't prime ready for
0: grandma to see. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Grandma, mom and dad, please do not view the X-rated. There you go. I mean, do whatever you want. I don't really care, but also like I don't think you want to see that. (laughs)
1: Probably good bet. I think you're right.
0: Oh my God. Um, but yes, exactly. Like it doesn't. It gives you an opportunity to go, you know what, it doesn't matter what other people say about my decisions or my, my choices. Like, here I am, and I, I get to be proud of it. And having an, a photo of it, I think it exalts it in a way. It exalts my kink side in a way that I was like, yeah, I am fucking proud of this. Why, have it, why not just say it?
1: Yeah. I've also heard from people that, you know, wish they had done shoots earlier or really love having something that they had done earlier in life you know yeah. that that was special to them you know just look back on it and to in this case relive the experience but also appreciate uh you know maybe someone uh really worked on their body like you have with muscles and they want to capture that so i think i've heard that as well people like having that to look back on
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's so many so many great things so many reasons you all <laughs> Do a shoot as clothed or as nude as you feel comfortable. Um what other what other things have we not discussed yet?
1: Well, um let's see. <laughs> I think we just we talked about a lot of it. Just so people know, when there's a the links to see the pictures, there is a separate section which you're alluding to, and yeah. those are the full frontal pictures. Yeah. So, you know, don't go in with that password and you need to be over 18 to see those but those are for people who want to see the more uh frontal pictures otherwise you can look at the main gallery and not be exposed to that yeah yeah
0: we'll get i'll give them that detail again at the end and and where to find everything but um what else do like maybe for someone that's kind of on the edge right now they're listening to this episode they're curious they're like "Mm, I might look into this what what advice would you have for them it sounds like
1: bi curious photo curious <laughs> is, is that a new thing it's um, a new thing photo well if you're photo curious i would say um first of all you don't have to hire or work with a professional just you know you could have a friend do a little shoot with you i don't think it'd be the exact same experience of course but i i would say you know put yourself out there you know almost everybody universally ends up enjoying the experience it's mm-hmm. Not everyone loves every photo, of course, but I I think for the majority of people, and it's a celebration of themselves and just get over any fear or hesitation and just, you know, be comfortable, find someone you can trust that you know is not going to push you into poses you don't want. And then be present and collaborate, you know, be there with the photographer and be, don't just be a rag doll to be posed because that doesn't, tend to be as effective. You know, I've seen some models and I call anyone who poses for a model, but some people, they just look very blank in their look. They're just not there. You know, you be present um, and enjoy the moment. You know, don't just get through it, but embrace and enjoy being celebrated and be, you know, some people are naturally exhibitionists. So the nude one is a whole, I think it's a kink in and of itself for some people to, to be in a photo shoot and to be directed.
0: And I can usually
1: tell when someone contacts me, if that's their angle, you know, they've, they focus a lot more on you know, You're going to pose me. You're going to, you know, they, they, they seem almost obsessed on on that angle. That's fine. That, that is a probably a kink, but mm-hmm. um, whatever your angle is, enjoy it, you know, be present, collaborate, um, celebrate.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I would offer too to, go back if you have not listened yet to the first three episodes and really apply the confident queer process here. The first step is be willing to be uncomfortable. Like if you want to build some confidence here, this is a great scenario to do it. Be willing up front to be uncomfortable. And I forgot to say this earlier, but as I was getting ready for the shoot, you know, I was very excited about it and also a bit nervous. And I ended up forgetting like, (laughs) <laughs> my wardrobe and stuff at home. I brought a bag of like a few things that had like shoes and jewelry and stuff, but I forgot to like bring other outfits and jackets and stuff that I really would have loved to get photos with because I was in my head and feeling nervous and it's okay. And then the second step right, is to take action. So like go maybe reach out to a photographer, schedule the shoot, go to the shoot, show up for it being willing to be a little bit uncomfortable the whole time if it's something you want to do right that the discomfort that you're okay with is um you might feel awkward or you might feel insecure about how your body looks like those are not reasons to not do the shoot those are great reasons to actually go and do it and then the last step is have your own back and like David mentioned, there are going to be photos that you're going to see and you're going to be like, "Man, I don't really like that one that much. This is a perfect opportunity to go, you know what? I don't have to like all the things about me. You can be proud of yourself just for the fact that you went and did the freaking shoot. You can celebrate that. And I think one of the things that has made me able to show up so confident with my body because I used to have a lot of... I I really hated my body a lot, especially in middle school, high school, early college kind of years, is I'm at a point now where I I keep, I've reminded myself so many times that it's okay to not like everything about my body or about my personality or anything. And so those invasive thoughts of, that are self detrimental self-detrimental, like low self-esteem thoughts don't even hang around anymore because I'm able to just say, Hey, it's okay. I don't have to like everything about me. And I feel like those thoughts have like a little personality of their own. They, when you, when they can't piss you off anymore, they're like, Oh, whatever. We're bored.
1: (laughs) I like what you said in the video. If you're feeling a little hesitant or unsure, you're in the right place. I mean, it's
0: okay. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. All right. So before we give them like the, d- the download on, on how they can uh, see my gallery, anything else that you want to add?
1: No, just thank you for allowing
0: me to work with you on it. It was fun. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It was, like I said, it was a really transformative experience and I felt like I got a huge confidence boost out of it. So thank you. Great. Yeah. Okay. So, if you want to go see the photos (laughs) y'all go to the show notes that's where all the links are always at you know this um there will be a main link so that you can see the main gallery that is more safe for work I mean it's still gonna have some poses but no no dick showing okay (laughs) so maybe I I, maybe you don't want to bring it out at work but (laughs) you won't see my dick in that in that um album Uh, you'll also be able to access the video that we, that David talked about that we did afterwards, which has some really neat behind the scenes and kind of my immediate reaction to the shoot. That was really, really great. I'd highly suggest going and watching that. Um, and then if you would like to see the full X rated full frontal, all the, all the goods, (laughs) there's also going to be a link in there you do need to be 18 or over or whatever the age restriction is in your country um and you can agree to the that you are of age and get the password for those photos so all of that's in the show notes if you want to go get it and then um if you also want to see more of David's work or reach out to him his information is also going to be in the show notes for you there
1: so you go. Great, um, And I look forward to hearing from anyone who wants to talk about a possible shoot. Um, you know, I do them occasionally in Arlington um, every, every month I'm usually doing some shooting or a workshop. So feel free to hit me up if you just want to talk about that.
0: Amazing. And we might be doing a workshop together, right? So if they want to get the info on that, go sign up for my email list. I'll announce it through there um but we have no date planned yet for it so you just got to get on the email list if you want it when it comes out (laughs) okay cool anything else we want to make sure everyone knows no i think we covered a lot thank you all right y'all i highly 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 suggest if you're in the dmv area or willing to drive to arlington virginia (laughs) from anywhere in the world (laughs) contact david I highly recommend working with him. It was a really, really great experience. And I promise you, you will walk away from that shoot. Whether you are fully clothed or fully erratically nude (laughs) or anything in between, you are going to walk away with a very new, very high um, level of confidence. So I'm excited for you to go push your own boundaries here. All right, y'all. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with a friend so they too can become more confident. You can also help more people find the show by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen. And if you want to become a more confident queer with support from yours truly, head to coachalexray.com or use the link down in the show notes. I'm looking forward to working with you.